the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Underneath, Lattimore, touchdown, South Carolina. And your biggest heartbreak. What a hit! Ball's free, on the ground, South Carolina. Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. What a start for the Gamecocks! And every Saturday, you tap that sign. The wait is over. College football is here. The South Carolina Gamecocks and this defense, they return four starters led by safety Nick Emmonwari and defensive tackle Tonka Hemingway. You talk about all-name team right there. Tonka, man, were you a Tonka truck guy? I was not as much yeah, of a Tonka neither. truck guy. Yeah, I actually grew up playing with a lot of John Deere tractor, Lincoln Logs type stuff, Legos. Those were a couple of the toys that come to mind. Not the biggest Tonka truck. Well, I'll tell you what. Teams were running through South Carolina like a Tonka truck last year when you talk about some of the rushing yards that they allow. When we talk about their SEC ranks last season in scoring defense, they were 10th in the country. Rushing defense, 13th. Oh, I'm sorry, 10th in the SEC. Rushing defense, 13th in the SEC. Pass defense, they were 5th. Pass efficiency defense, 7th. Third down defense, they were 12th. When you talk about third down percentage, Total defense, they were tense. So safe to say they definitely need some reinforcements to come in and improve what they once had because last season they allowed 200 yards or more seven times, especially on the road. They definitely gave up a lot of runs, a lot of running backs looking like Tonka trucks as they ran <laughs> through that defense. They run a 4-2-5 scheme. And as we said, they've got some players coming back with Nick Emmonwari, who was the – Gamecocks' leading tackler last season with 85 stops that he had on the season. And so this unit, man, they've got a lot of fresh faces that are going to be coming up. They lost NFL draft pick Zach Pickens on the interior defensive line. Tonka Hemingway, as we talked about, he had eight tackles for loss and four sacks a year ago. They're also going to get back Jordan Strahan, who's coming back for his seventh year after an injury play career, only played in two games in 2022 before he got a season-ending ACL injury. And just a couple of seasons ago in 2020, he had 10 and a half sacks while he was at Georgia State. Terrell Dawkins also on the edge expected to contribute. The linebackers is also a unit uh, that needs to get better. If Muhammad Kaba is able to get back to full strength, he suffered an ACL injury in the second game of last year. This is a guy that they are going to be counting on a lot. The secondary, we told you about him and Worry. And so they also have to fill in that cornerback position where defensive back coach Torian Gray has to replace Cam Smith and Darius Rush. Both of these guys were NFL caliber players. So South Carolina has a lot of work to do when you talk about parts that they have to fill in the blanks. But uh, this is a unit that's definitely not quite as bad as the Tar Heels, but a unit that definitely needs some help and ASAP. Well, I mean, I, th I think they have – I think they're similar to North Carolina in the sense that there's a big weakness where, well, North Carolina's weakness is getting after the passer. They were bad all around, okay? But they were really bad at getting after the passer. 
South Carolina just wasn't good at stopping the run, as you mentioned. I actually am okay with their pass defense, especially when it comes to the secondary. If their defensive line can get after the quarterback this year, the secondary, I expect to be pretty good this season with some of the players that you mentioned. But can they be good enough against the run to the point where or yeah, can they be good enough against the run where they can actually take advantage of what is, I think, a talented defensive backfield? Because you're talking about young guys too, right? Like you're talking about freshmen that were contributing in the defensive backfield last year. So another year under the belt, you would expect them to grow and learn from everything that took place last season. So can they take advantage of good safety and cornerback play because they don't just get ran all over like they did last season? That was the big problem. And that's the thing with pass defense or run defense. It can always be a bit skewed because if I'm running for over 200 yards on a defense, right. then hell, I'm not going to want to throw the ball as much. But uh, this is the secondary, like I said, that will greatly benefit from better play up front. It's plain and simple. Well, what's crazy, though, is, yes, right? Like, we have to take into effect that teams are going to run against them because they are so bad against the run. But even still, even with the limited amount of pass possessions or throws that the opposing offense would have, the Gamecocks were still one of the better turnover teams out there as far as from a, uh, as far as you consider a defensive standpoint. Only 12 teams had more interceptions than the Gamecocks. I think that says a lot. So if you run against a team a ton because they're not very good at it, and that means you have limited pass possessions, and in those possessions, there's only 12 teams in all of college football that has more interceptions than you do. I think that does go to show, yeah, the passing defense, the secondary, it's totally legit. Now it's all about making the quarterback feel under pressure and stopping the run enough to where they have to throw it. You get them in third and long situations, even just more throwing downs. Can you get them in more throwing downs to take advantage of all that talent that you have on the back end? Yeah, and so when you look at this unit as well, they're going to be tested early and often when you talk about this South Carolina defense and whether you talk about the quarterback position or the running back position, this is a crew that's going to have to be on the lookout. You start the season out with Drake May and the North Carolina offense, and even though they didn't have necessarily a superstar special back, they were still pretty adept at running the football, sixth in the ACC in that Drake May's also a threat to run the ball as well. Then you look at them playing Georgia as their third game of the season. We know what the Bulldogs bring to the table on top of Carson Beck looking like a prospect that a lot of people are saying is going to be maybe a first-round caliber, second-round caliber player. Then the Florida Gators uh, come up in that schedule down the line. When you talk about a running game, Trevor Etienne looks like he's beginning to become a star. The Tennessee offense, we know the big plays that they represent. And then Mississippi State, we know that's always going to be a team that is going to challenge. So this South Carolina defense, they're going to have to get this thing going and get it going quick because they are going to be tested early by some pretty potent offenses. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about what is going to be a really tough schedule right off of the bat. And even even in week one, look, maybe North Carolina's offense isn't going to be as good as last year. That that perhaps is a thing because you lose a Josh Downs and you might not even have Walker this game, which is really unfortunate. We still don't have a ruling on what's going to take place there with the wide receiver. You expected them 
to make a big impact this season. Even so, you're never going to feel comfortable going up against Drake May, who is widely regarded as the second best QB in all of college football. So there's only one QB you'd rather not face. Only one in the entire country. And he's all the way over there at USC, the real USC, you might say, at Southern California. I am interested in this game week one because it is going to say a lot about North Carolina's defense and South Carolina's defense a lot. In fact, Michael Felder talked about it on the Kyle Bailey show discussing what this game in Charlotte will come down to. The key for me in this football game is uh, what does it look like on defense? You got Tamari Fox. I don't know what that's going to look like for, for North Carolina. I, I truly have no idea what to expect out of this North Carolina defense outside of Power Eccles. And it seems like he's a guy trying to put his finger in every hole in the boat. And when you're doing that, that means you're not just doing your job. You're doing other people's jobs. Makes it really hard to play football. Wow, I'm uh, surprised he did not uh, highlight Cedric Gray there as well. But uh, this is going to be a game of which defense will step up because we know that as far as the quarterback position, I think North Carolina is a little more equipped offensively as far as some of the weapons that they have. But Spencer Rattler and Drake May, if they both come with their A games, it's going to come down to which defense can get them more possessions. Uh, South Carolina, it, it, this is a toss-up defensively. The only known commodities in this football game is going to be Power Echoes and Cedric Gray because South Carolina as well, so many new parts. Tonka Hemingway, he's a productive player, but not a dominant player to this point. So, Ooh, which defense is going to come to play? Right. I mean, the the theme for me, it's the defensive backs are really talented, even losing them, right? Like that doesn't even take into effect for South Carolina that you lose Cam Smith and Darius Rush, who we talked about, even if he got cut from Indianapolis, still a productive college player. And people are saying, hey, maybe the Panthers should pay attention to Darius Rush because you had two freshmen All-Americans. And you even have Marcellus Dial, who people think is going to play a big role at the nickel and within the secondary. That's three guys in that backfield that you feel really good about. It's not even like you're asking a lot from this defensive line, right? I mean, it's very similar to North Carolina in that regard. Just be average. Hey, South Carolina against the run. Just be average. Yeah. And then our back end guys can really take us the rest of the way. So not lofty expectations, not lofty asks for both of those units, but still it's going to come down to whether they can even be competent in a couple of different areas.